Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, friends, welcome to Praying for America. As you can see tonight, I'm joined by a guest, and uh, she is our communications director here at Priests for Life, Leslie Palma. And I think that you have, uh, if you follow all our broadcasts, you've seen her, like, for example, on our news show. And uh, tonight, I wanted her to come on to this program. And uh, welcome, Leslie. Good to be well, with you. Thanks for having me. How long have you been working for me? I started in September of 2009, so just over 13 years. Okay. You're still here. I'm still here. Yeah, you know, some have worked here longer than you, too. Oh, I know. Christine, Christine Kessler. Kessler. Krista right. Child. Over there, both of them are like over 20 years. Yep. Sam Rinelli, I think, yeah, you started Sam, before me. Yeah. There's a, yeah. Evelyn's been here quite a while. Danielle. No, she came after me, Evelyn did. Evelyn was just at, mm -hmm. no, not too long. Not after. too long, yeah. Danielle's been here for a very long time. Yes. We've got a lot of folks that uh, like longevity, friends, longevity. A lot of people, a lot of groups have problems with turnover, but mm -hmm. we've got quite a bit of longevity here among our, our very content staff. You're very content doing your work. Her work is communications director. We're going to start off with a, with a scripture and a prayer as we usually do. And then we want to talk a little bit about uh, a book that we're actually preparing. Uh, Leslie is doing a lot of the work on it. I'm giving her guidance on this. And we're doing a book that we're going to talk to you about. And we're actually going to start sharing some of the contents with you here on camera. But first, speaking of books, my book, Pro-Life Reflections for Every Day, takes scriptures. I want to invite you to get a copy if you don't have it. Takes scriptures, draws out a little reflection and prayer from them. And today our scripture comes from Jeremiah 1.5, where we read, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Reflection. These verses show us that God not only recognizes the unborn child, but also enters into a relationship with that child, bestowing on him or her a unique vocation. This affirms the personhood of unborn children and motivates us to work for their protection. Let us pray. Lord, give to all the children in the womb the opportunity to fulfill the vocation that you have given to each one of them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you want to obtain this book, ProLifeReflectionsForEveryDay.com is where you can do so. ProLifeReflectionsForEveryDay.com. All right, Leslie, tell us about this book that we're writing um, and the purpose of it. All right. Well, you came to my office one day. Father Frank is a taskmaster, in case you don't know. And he came in and he said, he said, I want you to write a book about Priests for Life. And I said, today? <laughs> and he said, I said, yes. <laughs> so it's about really the the early, the formation of Priests for Life, how it came into being, how your early years as, as a parish priest sort of helped formulate what, what uh, Priests for Life would, be, would become. And also we're going to delve into how we've influenced other groups in the pro-life movement. Now, the other day we had a program I shared with our audience where Janet and I were talking a little bit about the history and how we've blossomed into various interrelated ministries. So tonight we're just going to get some examples about some of the impact, uh, historical impact, our, mm -hmm. our organization has had on the pro-life movement and continues to have. Uh, and there'll be more where that came from. So you've selected from the different um, stories we've been looking at a couple of examples. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about them. Okay. Well, I'm going to read them. Right. <laughs> this is, this is uh, from Jason Jones. He's um, 
guy from Hawaii, <laughs> and I, he's involved in movie things. He's like he's an entertainment kind of guy, very pro-life. I think his story was that a, a girlfriend had an abortion and didn't tell him when he was 17 years old, and it just tore him apart. So he moved to D.C. in 2000 from Hawaii. He said he didn't know anyone. He was very insecure. And he said, Father Frank saw me from across the street and waved. And I thought, Father Frank knows who I am. <laughs> um, he said that he himself was very anti-Trump when the 2016 election was in the, in the run-up. Um, he said he'd never been a, a Trumper, but he was for Father Frank. And so he said, uh, I didn't believe in Trump's conversion. I thought he was a New York Democrat pulling the wool over our eyes. I thought he was a businessman who saw an un untapped market and was tapping it and would uh -huh. betray us. Uh -huh. But because of Father Frank, and I really believe this, I don't think Trump would have been president without Father Frank's courageous support. And if that didn't happen, Roe v. Wade wouldn't have overturned. So those pro-life leaders like Father Frank, who enthusiastically and courageously not only endorsed Trump, but worked hard for him, ensured his victory. Wow. That's that nice. Hey, Jason, I, 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 I'm sure that's that many in our audience know uh, Jason oh, sure. at this point. Mm -hmm. He's become very well known working for, he's got the Vulnerable People Project, mm -hmm. working for people, not only uh, the unborn uh, here in the States, of course, and around the world, but also he does things out in, in Iraq. He goes to, to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. He goes to places where uh, uh, he can really contribute to, uh, uh, to an effort to say very vulnerable, mm -hmm. very vulnerable people. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, so one of the one of the stories in this book is going to be, be about, about Jason. About Jason Jordan. Now here's another quote I wanted to read. I would say that Father Frank is one of the most important social leaders in the history of our republic. Mm. I don't mean just the pro-life movement. I don't mean recent history. I mean in the history of this republic. So that's pretty glowing yeah, that's, praise. That's a nice endorsement. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, very nice. Well, you know, you see what he mentions is is important for. I think it's uh, brothers and sisters as we talk about this. Uh, 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 a good lesson for for all of us as we as we are members of a movement which is constantly growing constantly attracting new people and which you know the pro life movement is very diverse um it's very diverse in terms of age we got the mm -hmm. oldest oldest people the youngest people and everybody in between diverse in terms of ethnicity political background uh, uh, a religious affiliation. Mm -hmm. The reason it's so diverse, as I've explained before, is that it it's a movement that arises from the heart and soul of human beings. Our instinct is we mm -hmm. protect our children, of course. Mm -hmm. Because of that, it's a very diverse movement, and we've always got to be ready to welcome the person who comes into the movement. So, you know, uh, Brian Kemper tells this same story. Mm -hmm. So does uh, Teresa Bakovanak as a, mm -hmm. as a pro-life atheist and others who, you know, I mean, Brian came in covered with tattoos and earrings. And, you know, yes, he I think looked he said, like, he said he had a mohawk at the time. Yeah, and I, I've never seen it. <laughs> and this was like, he would be coming to the March for Life and people would look and say, is he from the other side? Yeah, you know? yeah. and, 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 and he said that when he encountered us, we had such a spirit of welcoming for him. Uh, I've done the same with the, with the pro-life atheists, made it clear they have a role in this movement. They belong in this movement. It's something that, um, again, pertains to the very nature of the movement, and it obviously has an impact. I mean, when you're welcoming people and just being nice to them, mm -hmm. you don't know how much of an impact that's going to have, but people mm -hmm. like Jason show that it bears some tremendous fruit because he's a leader himself now. Yes, he is. Yep. And I also wanted to read something from Abby Johnson. So, oh, Abby, I'm sure many in our yeah. audience know her. Well, in case you don't, she for... was a former Planned Parenthood director in, yes. in Texas, uh, left the industry, and she's now working to bring other people out as well. 
And she she had this is I'm not going to read the whole thing, but she said that Father Frank was a staple in my house for many years, even during my Planned Parenthood years. Every week I would record and watch EWTN's Defending Life. I enjoyed watching him, even if I disagreed. I loved how outspoken he was and how he didn't seem to live in the gray. You know, everything seemed black and white for him. Right and wrong was clear. So she's working at at the the Planned Parenthood, and she looks out the, her office window one day, and there you are, praying, right. out, praying outside. That day. I remember that day. So yeah. she said she ran to the front of the building so she could look at the security camera. I zoomed in, and there he was, the priest I had been watching for many years. He had been streaming into my home week after week, all while I was working at an abortion clinic. Um, and then she just goes on to say a little bit about how you have affected her. She says, Father Frank is the reason I am where I am today, emotionally and spiritually. He has given me guidance and direction that I couldn't find from anyone else. I am not a particularly emotional person. The first time I heard Father Frank speak at an event about clinic workers, I wept. How could he see inside my heart? How did he know my thoughts? Because this is his life. He isn't just in this for the children. He is in this for people like me too. The wounded, the broken, the angry, the scarred. Mm. Well, her movie Unplanned is a mm -hmm. movie that I'm sure many people mm -hmm. um, have seen. Although this particular story isn't in the movie, but it would make an interesting it would, yes. scene. <laughs> it would. <laughs> She's looking at the, looking at the it, priest. Well, wait a minute. I know him because then she said to her colleagues, you think it would be okay if I go out and say hello to yeah, him? And they, they said, said no. are, you, are you crazy? <laughs> you can't go out there. And, you know, there I was together with our friend Sean Carney, who is also featured in the movie, of mm -hmm. course, as the president of the 40 Days for Life. Um And about, by the way, I want to return to that because that's been another impact of Priests mm -hmm. for Life. It's been 40 Days for Life. But yes, you see a combination of a number of things here. And go, go, let me relate it again back to the nature of the movement. Just as being able to welcome folks like Jason Jones, Brian Kemper, you know, who, who may be non-traditional pro-life people at first, mm -hmm. it's just like that flows from the nature of the movement as one that gives that takes birth from, from from just from the human heart. No, that's not that some leader comes along and convenes the pro-life movement. So it's true here that the movement is a movement of love. So if we have respect for the baby in the womb, it's because we have respect for all human life, even for those who disagree with us, even for those who are, as in the case of Abby, working in the abortion industry. We've always had the spirit of reaching out to them. Now, the work she does now in reaching out to abortion clinic workers and helping them, you know, to convert, we did long before mm -hmm. she was even pro-life. Mm -hmm. and, and we continue to do it. Um, and Dr. Philip Ney has laid groundwork for that. And that's one of the ways I was able to help Abby is to introduce her and lead her through these, 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 these dynamics of healing. And then she was uniquely positioned as her story got out to be the, the sort of a focal point for so many people coming out of the industry even now. That spirit of welcome is what I want to uh, stress here, that we don't compromise in any way, shape, or form where we stand, but, but we, we, we show people who are on the other side there's an open door. Because mm -hmm. it's like I always say, the folks that are opposing us, it is not that they are the enemy. It is that they are captive to the enemy. Mm -hmm. They're captive. She was captive. To the enemy. She was captive to the devil and all the lies that the devil tells us about human life, the lies he tells us about abortion. She was captive to that. And we were able to give her the strength to be set free, the mm -hmm. grace of God, of course. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing to have her 
uh, now very much in our in our in our circle of uh, colleagues and in in our circle of work. Right, and she you know she can give a unique inside view of what goes on yeah, in, in the abortion cartel. That, that's right. Yeah, so that's right. It's, it's very valuable to have her on our our side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look her up, friends, if you don't know about Abby or, or about her movie, Unplanned. Uh, it'll be an inspiration and a great tool for you to use. So that movie shows uh, the influence also of 40 Days for Life. We mm -hmm. were very involved in that. We bring that up in the book don't, too, don't yes. we? How mm -hmm. we were, from the beginning, mm -hmm. formative of that, uh, of that movement. Mm -hmm. The vision that we always had in starting starting priests for life that's obviously focused on the church was that if you mobilize if you waken the people of the church awaken their conscience show them the, the reality of what abortion is and get them fired up about it they're going to come out of the the walls out from the walls of the church mm -hmm. and into the streets mm -hmm. into the streets to march into the streets to protest at abortion facilities into the church into the streets not just to protest but to intervene in a compassionate way and to say to those going into those abortion facilities, the same words that God says to all of us, I am with you. Mm -hmm. We're here for you. You're not alone. It's isolation and despair that drive people to the, the doors of an abortion facility, not freedom and choice, isolation and despair. And by us being there, it's not that we're harassing them, which is what the other side wants people to think. Mm -hmm. It's that we're there providing hope where there's despair, providing help where there's isolation and saying to them, you don't have to have your baby killed. You can come to us. So we always believed that. We always did the work of going to the abortion facilities. In fact, we formulated the idea of having a presence at every abortion facility during all the times that they were killing babies. Uh, we did strategy meetings with leaders. We were trying to figure this out uh, decades ago. And then a 40 Days for Life started mm -hmm. on, a, on a local level. You know, take 40 days, surround that abortion facility with prayer and presence and, and intervention. And uh, it was so successful on the local level in Texas in closing uh, abortion facilities and, 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 uh, and uh, reducing the numbers of abortions. That's how mm -hmm. the effect first was seen. That uh, then the idea was, well, can we take this or should we take this national? Mm -hmm. And that's when they involved me. They came to me because I was a national leader. I was going around doing all these things as I am now. And I remember being in those early discussions, those early strategy meetings, mm -hmm. giving the early encouragement, telling other leaders about it, encouraging them to do it. And we did it and we hammered it out and we worked mm -hmm. it out. And now it's one of the most successful aspects of the pro -life It does. Movement. They save hundreds of babies every, every you know, for every one of their campaigns. One of the campaigns is about to start. About to start. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 February yeah. 22nd is Ash Wednesday mm -hmm. this year. So it goes for the season of Lent. That's right. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. For 40 days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're working on this book. How we, working how we, come? you got a lot of other stories too, I right? do. I have a lot yeah. of other stories, but I want to tell one of my own. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I, Came to work for Priesthood 2009. Before that, I was a reporter. I was writing about religion, which is how I came to know the ministry. I did several stories you about know, it. You know, some reporters do a great job. Some do. Some, on the <laughs> other hand, it's like they're, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with them. They're not interested in uh, 
yeah. Well, oh. President Trump mm-hmm. is right. The media is the enemy of the people. But you, you were like in the good media. I was the good media, yeah. yes. <laughs> but it even, is the enemy. But even before that, I knew I didn't know you from your St. Charles days, but I knew of you because my mother went to St. Charles. And I remember I was living in the North Shore then, so at St. Peter's, oh, I didn't ever come to St. Charles. But my mother, would ever, she would call me on Sunday. She said, we had that young priest again, and he talked about abortion again. She said, I've never heard this before. Ah, <laughs> so she was, she was really affected by it. And what, I remember one time she said, well, he made us go to the auditorium to watch a movie after, after mass. Uh-oh. I said, he, he made you? She said, well, I was afraid not to go. <laughs> and I think he showed Silent Scream. Yeah, we showed the Silent Scream, yes. Dr. Nathanson's film of the mm-hmm. abortion. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've known of you since you were you know, a, a brand new priest. And then, then little did you know, little well, did I, I remember know. you interviewing me in those early days mm-hmm. as a reporter. And then, and then, but little did you know, you'd be working for us. Little somebody. did I know. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm Florida, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, out of New York City, we got out of New York City just in time. Yes, yes, absolutely. And we got into Florida just in time to welcome DeSantis as our, as our governor. Yes, we also got here in time for the... Uh, the Space Coast was like sort of a dead thing when yes, we got it was. here, when and we now moved it's huge. In. Yeah, in fact, this building where we are was yes. an aerospace company, uh, and 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 because of the decline of the industry, mm-hmm. they have moved. Now nowadays, it would have gone back to that. Yeah, yeah. But, but we have uh, rocket launches just about every day. We now. watch them right from the back. <laughs> we do. We go yeah, outside and watch a rocket. It's, it's awesome. Well, why don't we pray? This book, friends, this is going to be. This is going to be. We're, I'm very excited about this book because it's going to show you. Um, if you're interested in the work that we do, the impact that we have had, but it's also going to teach about the impact that every ministry and every individual, including every one of you, can, should, and will have if you are faithful to the work that God is giving you. Seeds are always planted. You always have an impact on other people and the growth of other people's work beyond what you realize. You'll realize some of it. You'll see some of it, but the fruits will only become clear after many, many years. And then, of course, only become fully clear when we are together in the life to come. Uh, And this is one of the things I enjoy most about our our working on this book is that it's like, wow, you know, I mean, the the kind of things Jason says there, the kind of things Abby says, I would have never put it that way. I would have never imagined that as the, as the, 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 the description of the impact. But friends, it belongs to all of us to be able to do that. God wants to work on each of us through each of us. So let's pray that that happens even more. Father, we thank you for the work you give us, uh, defending life, standing for the kingdom, educating our children in the truth, standing up for morality, uh, saving our nation, electing righteous candidates, uh, uh, stopping the, the decline in both in morals and in the economy and in our security and in our international standing and in our patriotism and in our educational system. Uh, Lord, we stand with you and we ask you, give us the grace to fulfill the calling you gave us, even from the womb, as we read earlier from Jeremiah, even from the womb, you've given us a call to make a difference in the world. Enable us always to be faithful that others might see the love that flows through us, uh, the affirmation, uh, and the witness to your kingdom. We pray now in the words Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So we want to thank our communications director, Leslie Palma, and um, much more work to do. Always. All right. Thanks for doing it. And, uh, and you've been with us how many years? 13 years. Yeah. Lucky 13. It's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> All right. So we got to get you to meet more of our staff, actually. We should bring them in on more of these programs. Mm -hmm. But uh, stay tuned with us. Our website, endabortion.us, our social media, FR Frank Pavone, because we'll let you know when this book is going to be ready. I want to kind of speed up production of it. And uh -oh. um, <laughs> uh, and, 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 and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Just stay connected with us. Spread the word about this program. Have a great weekend. Know that we are praying for you. Thank you, Right Side Broadcasting. Follow them too at RSB Network. Thank you, Getter, for broadcasting our programs. Make sure, friends, you have your Getter account. And uh, we will join you very soon again on Monday. God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.